The contents of our show have many references to alcohol and drinking. We want to acknowledge our friends in recovery and let them know we love you and support you. If you or someone you know is a person with substance use disorder, you can call 1-800-662-HELP. Sitters here, taxis not far, meet you at the closest bar. No toddler cries until sunrise, slowly sip that whiskey ride. Gather parents for it's near, it's time to hit that bottle of oh, Hello! Hi! Hello, people! What's up? Hello, friends hello all of our friends our new friends our old friends uh, yep i was just gonna say new just- friends, but you already said that. <laughs> i don't think there's another friend uh category i was like perhaps there is to be friends which are soon to be yeah. uh speaking of friends i actually i was i had a, a zoom virtual call with some of my friends this week and they were like, my friend Julie was like, sometimes I talk back to you when I listen. And she's like, and then also sometimes I'll I'll be like, oh, I was talking to Sarah the other day and we were talking about this. And she's like, but I actually wasn't talking to you. You were just talking at me through the podcast. Oh my God, I love that. <laughs> I know. I was like, I love that. That makes me feel so good because it's yeah. like, I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. And plus, and I, I told them I all... Um, I leave them nuggets like throughout the podcast where I'm like, I'm always thinking about you guys. So if I say things, it's yeah. like little little nuggets for you here and there. So you and also so I know you're listening. <laughs> yeah, <crazy>. <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> like, I love the pot. I love the podcast the other day. I'm like, did you? What happened at the uh-huh. end? <laughs> uh-huh. Did you hear that one part? I'm watching you all. Uh-huh. Well, my friend Brian texted me. He's like, I love your take on Bridgerton. I was like, yes, thank yeah. you. Hot takes. I love my um, character on Bridgerton. And guess what? Next season's about me. So buckle up. Oh, is it? Well, I was just going to say, I think it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, continue, not continue the story, but how they do it and keep it, make it compelling. Not for, I mean, Anthony's compelling, so that'll be fine. But some of the storylines, I'm like, I don't know that I'm going to care about you. Mm -hmm. Well, I told you it took me a while to get into it because I was like, this relationship is like so back and forward that yeah back and forward yeah that back and forth that I was just like we know where this is going I think we all know where this is going yeah end up together so like let's make it dramatic but like not so much back and forth because that's just right or like they could have like fuck boy 1810 it was and it was a little like not it was not enough it was like the drama was kind of small like the it didn't like it was like petty drama it was so stupid. Yeah, we could. Let's I mean, not to shit on Bridgerton. I liked it, but like, it was just like, come on, make it, make oh. it bigger, or give it's us more. Rhyme, so I'm sure we have a lot more in store. That woman. Well, is, also like, is sh- full of full of drama. She not to her herself. She's got a lot of ideas for drama. So I'm sure. We'll be yeah, good. yeah. I should also probably not. She's got billions of dollars, and she knows what she's doing. So I guess I should shut up. I didn't make it. Mm. Anyway, what are we talking about this week, Lish? We're talking about a little thing called sleep. Um, Who needs sleep? The lack of, um, the craving for, the need for, or lack of need for. 
or, you know, the, the people that are magical unicorns that get the perfect amount of sleep. Yep. Yep. Oh, I hate them. You know, as always, when we talk about our cocktail first and foremost, yes, yes. we have a um, little lavender soiree for you called mm-hmm. Slept Like a Mother. Slept Like a Mother. Yeah. What is it, Sarah? Uh, well, I actually did mine differently, so I'm going to tell you what I did differently about mine. But it should be uh, a lavender honey syrup. So lavender is good for sleep, right? Lavender makes you feel sleepy. Um, and it's also got heavy cream. It's got uh, egg whites. It's a it's a very like luxe beverage. I haven't tasted mine yet, but it's beautiful. Um, anyway, we're, we wanted to go with a beverage to promote sleep, you know, to have a little sip. And, um, you know, what puts you to bed? What makes you feel good? And it looks like a little cloud, really. Look at how beautiful it is. Yeah. Um, but I instead, uh, I bought lavender honey thinking that it was lavender flavored honey to make syrup. And it was just honey called lavender honey. <laughs> just like so weird. <laughs> because it wasn't the name of the brand. It right. was just, and I, it says 100% honey. And I'm like, where's the lavender? I don't get this. You wasted my money. Um, you don't taste any lavender. It doesn't taste, no, it doesn't taste like lavender at all, at all, at all. And I have, now I have three different honeys. <laughs> I don't need three honeys. Anyway, so instead I chose, uh, Mike's hot honey. So this, instead of lavender has got like a spice to it. Um, Mike's which hot doesn't, honey. What's that? uh, oh, it's, it's, it's like a, it's just got a kick to, you know, I don't know who Mike is, but I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy that he oh. made this. I was thinking like Frank's red sauce and this is like Frank's version of honey. And I'm like, whoa, they make a, they make a honey. That's insane. Well, I mean, it, it's, it is, but it's it, Frank is Mike. Okay. All right. Uh, I just good. took my first sip. It's, it tastes like something. So I have the, the um, egg white, heavy cream, lavender honey and vodka. Oh, yeah, vodka, too. I forgot. Vodka's in it. Cheers, mm-hmm. by the way. Clink. Cheers. Tastes like a little milky lavender bubble bath. You know what? It's Mine's got sort of an eggnog vibe. Yeah. That's what this is. It's like, it's like lavender eggnog. Yeah. Maybe. I'm, re- I'm really into it. I'm really into it. Good. Good. And the little kick. Mm. Will it help fall- me fall asleep? I don't know. I don't know. I'm interested to see what um, hot syrup tastes like, hot honey tastes like. Oh, would you like me to show you? Would you like me to get up and get it for you? No, it's okay. You can just send me some. <sighs> okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, I guess I could do that. Um, this is unrelated to sleep, but I thought this was funny. And uh, for some reason – reviews have been in my head. Like I think I I think listening to a couple of podcasts this week, they were talking about like silly reviews on Amazon. And then you and I have done these little reviews that we were doing. Mm-hmm. And um someone I follow on Instagram who I love very much posted um this Fran Lebowitz Amazon reviews. Oh she, she leaves the Amazon reviews and they're all really funny. But there's this one. It's for a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> and she writes, you finish it. Now what? Congratulations. You have a slightly more attractive cube. <laughs> um, and then there's this one, which I actually thought was really funny because they're kind of related to kids in a way. Um, crayons, Crayola, 64 count. And she writes, 
You never see something written in crayon and think, now this I gotta read. <laughs> the, cr- the crayon is the tool of children and idiots. <laughs> if, the de- if the Declaration of Independence were written in crayon, we wouldn't be a country today. No one would take it seriously. They'd go, what is this, a placemat? <laughs> um, real quick, my sister Bianca wrote a, a note for to get out of school when she was little. She was like in elementary school or something, and it said something like, Bianca can't come to school today. She's sick. And it was written in crayon. And she, <laughs> it, and she gave it to the or whatever at school and they're like yeah no like you <laughs> this isn't from your mom <laughs> hey though listen I guarantee if I had a crayon lying around and nothing else you'll get a note from me in crayon like yeah, you might if that's what's yeah. available mm-hmm. uh wait there's one more well there's a bunch more but there's uh this one I thought was really funny uh dry shampoo she writes no uh Hard yes. Sorry. She just wrote no. Oh, that's it? That's it. Um, Paper shredder. Do you work for the CIA? No? Then let me save you some time. Keep your documents in one piece. Trust me. No one's rooting through your garbage. No one cares. Once you learn that, everything in life will make sense. No one cares about you or about anything. She's just so angry. Can we get a sh- like a, sweat- a hoodie that says "No one cares about you"? No one cares about you. Yes, yes. Trademark merch. Oh god. Oh my god. How we actually feel in life, but I know, I know. Fact that of other people that they don't care about anything. Well, there. I mean, there are many people that do, right? So mm-hmm. those aren't our those aren't our people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I thought that was really funny, Fran, coming in. Coming yeah. in with some good humor. Yeah. Also, can we just talk about Bernie? Um, I guess, yeah. <laughs> I almost wrote a post today being like, let's stop talking about Bernie. But I know, but yeah. we have to just bring it up because I just think we have to bring it up. That yeah. I Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. I, I was just gonna say the creativity. Like Jill sent me a somebody came up with a uh they must do it through Google Maps or like World Google Earth. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it will put Bernie anywhere for you. You just put your address in, and then they send you a photo of Bernie in front of your home. Oh my god! It's like who the fuck comes up with that shit? I don't. Know. I mean, there, there was somebody who um, made like a hand stitched um, crochet doll, like within like twelve hours. Somebody right. had a huge cutout and like like. Every- People are just like, y'all, the internet, you're fucking fast. Like, you're, you're fucking nutty. Um, so good. So good. But I mean, you got to love Bernie's. I, I don't know. Did you see his response to all the memes? Yeah. Or he's just like, yeah, I've seen them. And I was just trying to stay warm and pay attention to what was going on. Yeah. Um, I love, I just love him so much. But he also, yeah. he turned the meme into a sweatshirt and um, charged $45 a sweatshirt on his website and donated 100% of the proceeds to Wheels, Meals on Wheels in Vermont. So What a beautiful little man. So that's how you do it, peeps. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> That's how yeah. you do it. And um, it's great. It's so great. I wanted to say, and all of them were going around, I'm like, listen, unless you voted for Bernie, you're not allowed to repost any Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... 
<sighs> if only. What a what a different time we would be in if only two two thousand sixteen went a different direction. Yeah, I mean, or even I mean, also also now, yes, but uh, but yes, absolutely. But, you know. <laughs> I mean, wow, right? Like, I was listening to um my favorite murders. The other day on um, January 7th, the day after January 7th, I'm sorry, um, January 21st, after the inauguration, they made an episode about the day after the election, yep. 16. Yeah. I had to turn it off, if I'm being honest, because it was I, such a bummer. I didn't think it was the right move to me. <laughs> I thought it was bizarre, too. It made me really unhappy. And like, I don't want to listen to that. I mean, that yeah. day for me. Those three months from November 4th to January and beyond in 2016 were horrible. I mean, it was a really sad time and it just like completely bummed me out. I know. I need to turn this. I was in the shower and and I'm like, nope. I I did listen to the whole thing because I was driving, but uh, I – not because I was driving. That actually doesn't make sense. I did listen to the whole thing. I was driving while I was doing it. They're really not correlated. But – but they they did Amazon reviews during that episode to try to like lighten the mood. So that's kind of that's one of the other places I was hearing it. But I agree. I was listening to it. And I'm like, this is such a weird thing in a time where it feels hopeful to go back to your reaction to the time where it felt bad. And I don't know if that was like a we just want to remember that there's still a lot of shit to fix. I like I don't know what I don't know. I don't know what that decision was. That was an interesting choice yeah. to make, but. I totally agree with you. I started listening to you and I'm like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> why Why are you PTSD, everybody that's a fan right now? Like, please don't do this to us. Seriously. So, um, yeah. Anyway, yes, that was Bernie funny. Sanders. Bernie Sanders, I love you. I just, it's just a little nugget of hope and mm-hmm. happiness. Yeah. Yeah. But those memes were, were fire. They were. I'd never say that in my life. I'm really sorry that I just said that. And said that they were fire. I just said like without like without hesitation. I'm like those fucking memes were fire. Like those memes were fire. I have you have to insert a fire flame sound now. <laughs> um, no, there. I just the creativity. Also, listen. It feels good to laugh again. Like I know that we laughed in the last four years, but there just there's there's been a weight lifted now that the inauguration is over and we get to go back to work. But there was just that weight lifted that was just like, oh my god, I didn't realize I was clenching my jaw and mm-hmm. holding my fist and felt like the entire world was on my shoulders for the last uh, four years. It didn't. I didn't realize how how much that weight felt. Uh, how ne- like how the energy is, is shifted. We're not saying it's all clear or whatever. No, 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 I'm not that, saying that. No, no, know, yeah. Like, um, we are breathing a little bit lighter, you know. Yeah, it shifted, yes. Talking about, you know, like on that day, it just felt like, and it continues to be so. And um, I love just, I mean, Fauci coming out and being like, the oh my thing God. About new, um, uh, administration um, thank you the greatest thing about this administration is if you don't know something you just say you don't know you don't yeah. make shit up and it's right. like right. even seeing him smile like yeah oh, a little fauci like, yeah you got me. So. that was my favorite thing yesterday so uh for the listeners that don't know 
my brother and my sister-in-law, which would probably be a lot of them, do a, do a Friday night. Ever since the pandemic happened, they do a Friday night um, show on Facebook Live. And it's sort of like the good news show, but they did the good news show before the good news show did theirs. Anyway. It's so good. Um, so it's like a, it's like a you know a Friday night uh, talk show, and uh, last night they did the. My brother has been so so like uh, when he says your he he says you have to do your mood level like one through ten. What's your mood? And people will joke around and be like, I'm six uh, champagne glasses, and he gets really mad because he's like, No, I'm it's a number. I'm asking for a number, no half numbers. Just give us a number. Uh, and last night he was like, You know, on, on my motivation level this week is a. Uh, Dr. Fauci. And I was like, oh. And then I was like, I'm two Fauci's. That's my motivation level. But it just made me, it was, it was making me really happy. He said, he actually sent me Fauci. He, my brother sent me, I love, because I love the, I love the Fauci. But uh, he sent me the um, interview he had where he was just like smiling and like the picture of him from before and after. And it's like, he's glowing. He's just like this beautiful, happy, he looks younger. He really does. I mean, I feel, no, I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I wish I did. Jokes. Yeah, I don't feel younger, but good for him. Good for us. Good for um. Hopefully, this is yeah. gonna be good next four years. So let's keep the keep up our hope and stay focused. And um, yeah, yeah. Hold everybody. Hold hold them accountable. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Hold them accountable and and push and yep. let's get shit done and let's get shit done. Yeah. Um. Okay. So sleep. Huh. Yeah, sleep. Um, God, where to start? Where to start? Um, do you want to start on your sleep experience? No, you can go. Um, I feel like I went before last week too. Okay, do you want me to go? I can go. I'll go. You can go. Um, it looks like here's you were the feeling it for a moment. So well, I, I'm I'm I was just tr- here's the problem is that my brain doesn't work because I don't have sleep. I haven't slept in three years. Um, so when it looks like I'm thinking, I'm actually there's just like a a butterfly floating around in there, and I'm chasing him around a field. That's all that's happening. Um, no, I we had a pretty decent like go at sleep when he was born. Um. Like the beginning after he after Owen was like uh, he was sleeping through the night pretty good he stayed in his crib I did I kind of did cry it out but um but not to a super crazy extent like just for, it was just a couple days and then he was fine like he re- he really slept pretty well um in the beginning and then I was sleeping in the same room as him and I think this is where everything got a little got fucked up um. When I moved here, when I when I lived in Ohio, we had separate rooms, and um, obviously he was in a crib at that point. And then last Christmas, we were in Ohio for Christmas. He started getting out of his crib. Not even two years old yet. He's climbing out of his crib. So I was like, I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble. Was it like a full size crib. Oh yeah. How did he? Yeah. Himself? Did he fall? No, he's a fucking maniac no (laughs) figured out how to climb out so i mean he was almost two right his his birthday is in a week so it's like you know it was the beginning of january he was just shy of two but like so when we got back here basically i was like okay well i guess i need to i took the side off the crib because at that point it's dangerous i can't 
I can't keep the crib up when he's climbing out in the middle of the night. He's going to hurt himself. No. Um, so I took the side off because it was one of those convertible cribs that you can kind of change. Yeah. Um, and then at that point, it all just changed. Like I actually don't even remember. He was probably still sleeping through the night, but I was in the same room as him. So he was sleeping through the night, but I was there. And then when my roommate <laughs> when my roommate moved out during the pandemic, uh, mm-hmm. I was mostly unhappy, but got to take her room. So there was the silver lining. Um, so taking over her room made me like excited, like, oh man, Owen and I will have separate rooms again. Um, but I think that it, the damage had already been done. I think the fact that I had been in the same room as him for so long and it's just him and I, and we went through the pandemic together. Like, I think there was just a lot of elements that made him feel comfortable. So now got back to the point where I was a few months ago. I had to lay in bed with him to get him to sleep. I had to lay next to him until he would fall asleep. So then I kind of started that chair method that we talked about that I actually didn't know that's what it was called until you said that. Uh, But I basically just kind of like slowly have moved myself. Like I literally just sat in a chair next to his bed for a couple nights and then I moved myself and moved myself. Now I'm I'm in the book nook. Um, And he doesn't – it's not hard for him to fall asleep. I'd I'd really love to get to the point where I just put him in bed, kiss him and leave. That's like – that would be ideal. Uh, We're not there yet. Fine. That's fine. Fine. The problem then is – and also let me just say that like for people that co-sleep um, and like it, that's amazing. And it's not that I don't like sleeping. It's not that I don't like co-sleeping. It's that I can't because he's so hot. He kicks me all night. He wakes up at three in the morning and doesn't go back to sleep. Like co-sleeping for me is no good. It puts it's it's I I I don't sleep more than three hours a night. Um. Anyway, so at this point, yeah. So now he'll go to sleep. Goes to sleep fine. Like right now, he's sleeping. Obviously, we're having a conversation. He's in bed. But as soon as I get in bed, an hour or two into it, he's in my room. And I know that I should get up and put him back in his room. Fine, I could do that. I could do that. Uh, I've done it a couple times. I know I need to be better about that. But I'm just so fucking tired that when he gets into my room, I either don't notice it or I wake up and he's already been in the bed for an hour or he's up. So Mm -hmm. like this morning, he wakes up at three in the morning, four in the morning most, 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 most mornings, but today it was three. And it's not just like, Hey, mommy, what's going on? It's Is it daytime? No, Owen, it's the middle of the night. Okay, well, I'm going to get my iPad or my tablet. I'm going to go play with my tablet and, I'm, and, and then we can play and, and we can have breakfast. No, Owen, you need to like lay down and go back to sleep. It's the middle of the night. And then he gets up and like climbs the back. <laughs> he climbs up the back of my – like stands on the back of my bed, like the headboard. Mm-hmm. Like climbs up it and then falls on me and then like like he just he is zero to sixty and he's sixty as soon as he's up. There's no he's I mean he's the Energizer Bunny. Like it's I, I don't even know how he has this much energy immediately. And he's happy, you know. So that's like th- that's a bonus. Except I'm I have no energy. I have nothing to give him. And then if I'm up, then. And then he does this thing where he goes, I have to go potty and he'll sit on the potty and he'll tell me he has to poop. So I have to be alert because if he poops and I don't wipe his butt, then it's like like the other day he sat on the carpet and like got poop on the carpet like a dog. And I'm like, I can't. There's always something. It's always something. 
but anyway, so then I'm like, okay, 30 minutes with them on the t- – anyway, this has just been happening um, and I'm laughing about it, but it's actually – I don't think it's funny at all. It actually – it it worries me a lot. It's It's so hard. Yeah. It's so hard. And my mental state is diminished. Like today – I'm. I feel sick. Like I'm so tired that I feel sick. Yeah. Um. And I can't live like this. I can't continue. I can't do. Th- I. I can't think straight. I'm not making good decisions. I'm not. You know, my engagement with him is low. And when I do get frustrated, and he's tired, so he's tired on top of it. So he's right. he. You know, he acts out. I shouldn't say acts out, but his behavior reflects the fact that he's tired. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't like listen or comprehend, or he, you know, he gets he gets more frustrated easily. And it's like he's crying and screaming, and then I cry and scream because I can't keep calm and patient. No. I just can't all the time. I can't. No. Um, like today, I asked him to put away his toys a million times, and he's really good about. He's actually really good about that stuff when he's alert and paying attention, but he just, he just wouldn't do it. And I, the apartment was a mess and I'm just like sitting on the couch trying to like get some kind of rest. And finally I was like, put your goddamn toys away. I don't, I don't think I swore, but I'm swearing now because I was just like, put your fucking toys away. Mm -hmm. So I sat down and I started and I said it loud. I yelled. I yelled it, and I started throwing his toys in the box. I'm like, I don't know how many times, and this isn't. This doesn't help. Me saying, I don't know how many times I have to tell you to put this in the box, doesn't help him. It has nothing to do with him. But it's like, what am I supposed to do? I'm so. I, I've lost all reasoning. I don't. I don't have it in me to. To to find strength and courage. <coughs> well, um, I I don't want to say that you're lacking strength and courage there, but it, to. I mean, as emotional, sensitive people and parents, it's really fucking hard to keep your cool all the time. And when you're tired and they're tired and they're just testing your fucking buttons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Push, 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 push. It takes a lot. And you know what? Sometimes we do it. And I'm sure sometimes you do it. And and you bury, you, you, sorry, you, you get through without without freaking out. But you know what? We're all, we're all little tiny fuses and I'm about to, you know. That there's bound to be a time when I do lose my cool. So that I don't think that means you don't have strength or courage. Well, but you, but you can't find it in that moment, I guess, you know, it's like that moment where you can't find the, 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 you pick the short rope because you just, it's too, the other one's too long. Like you just got to get it, you know, it just comes out. And then he started throwing the toys the same way I was not at me, but I was throwing them in the box. So then he starts throwing them in the box and he goes, ah, you know, and he's very vocal and he is, um, um, I don't, I don't want to use the word. Like, I don't, I don't know if he's very intelligent is not really the word I want to say, but like the fact that like, he's very vocal and he's very aware and he understands things. Um, he comprehends things and he comprehends them quickly and he remembers things. And, um, so in that moment, I know that he's just doing what I'm doing and, and that reflects. And then anyway, so in that moment, I just go, I'm, I calmed down and I said, he said, stop. And I said, you want me to stop yelling at you? And he said, yes. And then I'm calm. Yeah. (laughs) You want me to stop yelling at you? Yes. I want you to stop yelling at me. Okay. I'm very sorry. I'm very tired, Owen. 
I'm very tired. And sometimes it, it's really hard for me to find the right things to do or say the right things to you. So I just need you to understand that I'm sorry and that I have big feelings too and that I'm working on it, okay? And it's like, that's great. That moment's great. Great. I feel good about that. But like to not have to scream in the first place <laughs> – Anyway, it's all it, and it all comes down to sleep because when I'm well rested or when I, you know, on days where he's at school and I have time to decompress because he doesn't he didn't nap today. So it's it's literally nonstop noise. It's nonstop he doesn't stop talking, moving, doing. Doesn't stop. And even when he's like kind of independently playing, like he was playing with his toys while I like kind of sat on the couch and took a moment, but he's not doing it quietly and he's not far away from me. So he's, you know, and I'm not saying that he needs to be quiet. I'm not, uh, that's not what I'm saying, but a little bit of quiet time. <laughs> uh, I guess I'm saying it would be nice to have like the ability to give him like it's quiet time if I'm not going to take a nap or, you know, yeah. it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's all right now. It's all very difficult for me. And and like I said, like if I if I could co-sleep with him and he slept through the night and he didn't and he slept on the, his side of the bed and he he didn't like heat me up, it would be okay. But it's co-sleeping for us isn't working. So it's like I'm I'm at a very I'm at a very scary place because I don't know what to do. And um so I bought Big Little Feelings. <clears throat> I don't know if, you know, people listening, I don't know if you follow them or have heard of their course, but they have like a whole um, kind of toddler course on everything, really. Mm-hmm. Um, parenting a toddler, essentially. And um, I started watching those tonight thinking like, all right, well, how, what, do they, what do they have to offer um, that maybe could help me? But even in the, in the, in the section where they talk about kids waking up um, – they say like talk to a doctor, talk to a sleep specialist, and you know they give you like do these things first before you do what we're going to tell you to do. So, and I tried melatonin, and I, and that also is not a like what I what I read in a little bit of research that I did do was that like him waking up in the middle of the night is more a behavioral thing than it is a sleep thing, and I don't mean behavioral like he's 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 bad. Behavior, behaving badly, but it's behavioral in the fact that he is needing something from me or he's not feeling safe or comforted. He can't, he can't soothe himself to go back to sleep or he feels like he needs to be – like whatever that piece is, I don't know how to fix it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know how to fix it. Um, but I – yeah, I've, I've just – and maybe it's just the, the, uh, the art of patience and – putting him back in his bed and maybe everything will just work itself out. But maybe, I don't know. I mean, I just, I want something to work for you. You know, that's all yeah. I, that's my only concern. And when I said earlier, I, I worry about it. I, wor- I worry about you and, and, and I don't like the, I don't like saying to my friends, I'm worried about you. Cause when somebody says that to me, I'm like, don't worry about me. I'm fine. But I mean it in a loving way, like not like a, not in any other way. I'm not fine though. I'm not fine. So uh, it's not that I want you to be like worried about me in that way. Cause it like, what is that? Right. What does worry get us? Doesn't get us anywhere, but like, I'm not okay. I'm not like my mental health is really, it's really bad right now. And it's been, you know, I talked about it last week and 
and you know we talked about getting therapists and and I haven't done it yet um it's it's on my list but I don't feel like I'm functioning properly mm-hmm. in any aspect of my life so I'm I'm sort of feeling as if I'm failing in my three jobs I have three jobs I'm a parent I have a job with the bakery and I have you and it's like you all I have this and it just feels like I'm working at 25% across the board. Well, and how the fuck do you fix it? Yes, well, huh? and I mean, sleep is a huge factor in all of that, you know? Yeah. Like, it's it's definitely, I think, the times and, and that tied in with your day-to-day life and stresses from all kinds of different places. But I do think that, you know, sleep obviously plays a big role in all of that. I mean, I I can tell you the difference. I can tell you when I actually get sleep that I'm a completely different human, completely different human. Right. It's the, 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 and that's not all of it. Like, it's also like there's a chemical in my brain or, you know, there's, there's things, other things happening, but it's, it's like the trigger. Um, it just gets really dark. It just gets really dark. And, um, Anyway, for those of you going through something similar, um, God, talk to somebody about it. Just talk to somebody about it because I, I've i told a few people and now I'm telling all of you. Um, <laughs> I'm telling everybody listening, but it's a really scary thing to talk about and um, there are thoughts that can creep into your mind and when you're in a state of delusion or um, feeling like you can't do any more. Um, you could think like, wow, I really, I really just want to jump off the balcony right now. And it just feels real. And it is something that you don't think you're ever going to act on, but you don't know because you're so tired. You're so out. You're so over it. You're so exhausted. You're so drained. Um, that you go, well, maybe, Maybe that's the, maybe that is a, like, maybe that's logical because I don't know what logic is anymore. Um, and that's scary. So I think to anyone listening who's feeling that, um, yeah, it's fucking hard to talk about because you don't want people to look at you and go, um, I mean, who the fuck cares what people think of you? But you don't, you don't want people to look at you and go, okay, she's damaged or she's this or she's that or, um, she's going to harm her child, which is never, ever, ever going to happen. Like Owen isn't ever a part of that. It's just um, me not knowing what the fuck to do and thinking those terrible thoughts of, oh, well, maybe the world would just be better without me. And I'm not saying that right now because that's I'm not, I don't feel that right now. But in those moments, it comes up. And I, I think that – I think that that's just really important to talk about and – um I think it's just really important to know that you, there are people that will listen to you and help you. Um, and you just got to talk about it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And thank so, you for being vulnerable and, and sharing, you know, your journey, your ongoing journey with, with sleep and mental health. And all of us are, you know, in different points of that. So it's, it's, um, something that should be talked about more. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Well, I mean, as hard as that is. Yeah. I think, um, 
Yeah, unless I tell you to cut it all out, which I might. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I know this episode's about sleep, but it's a huge part of that for me, at least. Um, I think depression and sleep go hand in hand. So I think that there's just a lot to be said about taking care of yourself and making sure that you're talking about things with people you trust. And um, even if you don't think anything of it, just having that conversation makes it feel a little bit better also. So anyway, um, how about something light? Okay. Well, <laughs> something lighthearted to just round out this end of this conversation here. Well, an important conversation, but um, not but. And you sent me something this week that I thought was hilarious. <laughs> um, you sent me a video of a woman who is posting herself. So these aren't like things that are not out in the open, um, posting herself sleepwalking in the middle of the night on her security camera. And it is so funny. I don't know if it's real. I hope to God it's real because it's like she does one when her and her brother, I guess it's like a family thing that they all sleepwalk and her and her brother, if they eat cheese, they have like really weird um, sleepwalking adventures. And they're just like, she, I, you can explain. I didn't see that one. No. What, what happened with that one? I didn't um, watch that one. They just, it's like so funny. So they, they eat a lot of cheese before they go to bed and then it makes them sleepwalk, I guess. It's like cheese and one other food that does this. And um, they're just walking around her absolute pitch black living room and at one point they're standing at each other just being like do you want a sandwich and the other one is like um yeah and then they just like sit there and stare at each other in the darkness for like 30 more seconds and then um she just like groans and like grunts and like kicks things and like her three dogs are in the room and they're all looking at her like what the fuck is wrong with you right now like they must think like their own like their owner yeah their owner is like two different people like who is this lady and oh my god it's just it's so funny um I'm gonna give you guys her TikTok if you want to watch but it is maybe maybe we'll post it in this episode too maybe we can do a post in our post yeah it's uh, Selena's spooky Selena spooky boo and it's with yeah the the one I saw was the one I sent you was the one where she was like, th- where she was like, it's a pool party and she was throwing drinks outside. And it was, <laughs> yeah. I brought me so much joy because she was so excited, like throwing them out and like jump dancing. Yeah. And yeah. um, like, I don't think I've ever been that excited about something in my life. So watching her was like, how does she have so much joy while she's asleep? Yeah, she has, like, so many I, drinks and she's wearing this little onesie, which is like hilarious. <laughs> It's not even that one. It's like Long John's. Yes, yes, yes. And then the the guy that walks by, which also, what time was it? Because like, why was he walking by in the middle of the night? But it's like I think it's so funny. Oh my god! It's like just hilarious. (laughs) He's like, and she just writes captions, so it's like he's going like, "What the hell?" Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that he didn't stop, or I hate that he didn't stop. I can't decide, but. Well, what was he going to do? He probably thought she was crazy. Like, probably thought she was off her. Somebody's having like a, I mean, you're not supposed to wake up sleep people that are sleepwalking, but, you know. I, but that, that, that's, that's, that makes me so nervous that she's like going outside and what, anything can happen. That's terrifying. And it was snow. There was snow on the ground. Oh but also I'm like, I want to go to her, I want to go to her sleepwalk party. Cause that looked yeah. like a 
Good I, time. I was that guy who would have just like walked over and picked up and drank and been like, hey, hey. I know. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> I was going to walk home drunk from a bar right now. <laughs> I'll take another one. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But speaking of uh, a habit that a habit that doesn't help sleep, uh, scrolling, scrolling TikTok. Oh God, it is my <laughs> worst enemy right now and best friend. I, it's just, it's so um, consuming and interesting. And like, I don't, I don't so much watch like the, the dance. I mean, I do follow the people that like do a bunch of the dances and stuff too, which I think is just like so fun. I love people just like dancing for fun this whole year. I think it's, it's a nice little like happy escape, but um, there's also just so much you can learn on TikTok. Like mm-hmm. I follow mm-hmm. like car detailing people, and then I, I like now know how to like super deep clean my car mats in my car, which is not something I was like aspiring for in this past year, but I am there. So I don't know. That's that good. Um, and like food and just like cocktails, and um, I mean it's just a it's a endless fucking it's a c- c- cacophony cacophony does that work does that word work because i really like that word i'm gonna look up make sure i use that right but i, I will say it's um it, it's affecting my sleep because i oh no i have like a midnight and I, I i don't go to sleep early i i applaud people who are like i'm in bed at nine o'clock i'm like good good for you <laughs> I've never been an uh, early bedtime person. I'm a night owl. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always I'm always up late. And But like a couple months ago, I was saying to Sarah, it was like 12 o'clock was like my cutoff. And now that I'm like in this TikTok spiral, I'm up to like 2 a.m. just doing nonsense oh. in bed watching TikTok and learning about like, I, I, I want to say it's stupid stuff, but I actually find it very It's very useful. Biden's like um, stimulus plan. It's like, I was going to say that was stupid. It's like, actually, no, it's like very informative <laughs> to me and I love it. So It's just the, the, the silly thing is the the way that you're getting the information. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, cacophony was a very, very wrong word because it is a harsh <laughs> discordant mixture of sounds. Uh, and I was thinking more like a, cacono- a cacophony of things was like a, a vast amount of things. So um, my vocabulary is well, I is bad. Word, so It's just a cacophony. I, cacophony. I kind of Donald Trump and... Well, it looks the way that actually the way that they have the um the uh uh holy shit this is what I'm talking about my brain girl doesn't work. I think everybody listening knows it's usually me ninety percent of the time. That's like so you're good. I'm a cacophony. You are. Um. Yeah. No. I I think TikTok is like the the. It's uh, what did I, what did I say earlier? My my sister in law said Pinterest, t- t- bleh, TikTok has taken over yeah. what Pinterest was because people just go on there to find all their tips and trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the Cliff Notes video version of information. It's amazing and incredible, and people are so creative and genius and good for them. <laughs> good for them. Good for them. <laughs> but um, to get back on track. Um, I'll just touch into a little bit about my, my sleep experience with River and, um, I'll probably just start with my first realization of change in my sleep 
was obviously like the second night in the hospital. I remember that I had only slept for like four hours because, um, or not even four hours. I think it was like four hours over the entire night, right? So it was like an hour and a half and then you wake up an hour and a half. Right. Um, and waking up and like feeling okay and being like, oh, this is like just my life now. Like I just, yeah. I survive on very little sleep and, and I'm okay. And I feel fine. I mean, that's day two or day three. So that's a little right. um, <laughs> eager for me to be, you know, giving myself yeah, a but helpful. pat on the back. I'm like, you go, girlfriend. You are such a good mom. Um, <laughs> that, that was like kind of my first realization that like, okay, sleep is going to change. And um, as I had mentioned before, that River Knight did co-sleep for the first year of her life. And I'll just say... As time has gone on, I don't know if it was the right decision or wrong decision. I do know that where we're at now, I feel like it all led up to this place maybe, or I don't even know. Like, I don't want to say I would have done anything different because I'm kind of in it. I almost don't want to say it because, you know, as that works, it's going to now, it's going to be hell next week or something with River sleeping. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, we're like in a pretty decent spot now. So I, I don't even want to like shame myself or get mad at myself or even co-sleeping for a year. But I will say like, those were the times where I lost my shit so much. Yeah. Like trying to put a newborn or a baby, a young baby to sleep in your bed with you and just hoping to God that they're going to close their eyes sometime soon. And then they don't. And you're like, I'm not ready to go to sleep right now. So like, I'm just in here right. to sleep. Um, it uh, it's it's just stressful and and we travel a lot or we used to travel a lot so that first year I think we went on like six plane rides or something and we're all over all different different places and I'm just trying to normalize her sleep and I would go to people's houses like my mom's or family members and they'd be like oh well like can't you just put her in the crib and I'm like no like yeah don't understand like maybe maybe I already fucked this up but like no I can't just put her in a crib or like yeah back and play I'm like well it's not gonna help because she doesn't even know what that is and um and without like going because it's kind of all like a blur right now but right um I think the reason you know that I did decide to close sleep a lot was because I was afraid to put her in her own room Um, and then we just got really comfortable and then it kind of just worked out that way but it she was always a good I want to say she was like always kind of a good sleeper it was just really hard to get her to go to sleep so sometimes it would take like two hours I remember one time I was like um I just like called my mom like crying and I was like I've been in here for like two and a half hours and I'm I'm like about to I I, I don't know I lose like, it. the kid like I don't know yeah, what like, yeah. I'm about to fucking lose my shit and I remember like googling like how bad is it to yell at your kid <laughs> like I I I, I I just like felt so much. Um, it's just hard. It's just hard. Babies, babies going to sleep is, is really hard as it is. And because I chose not to put her in a crib or, or a bassinet or anything, um, it, there was like no contained space. So it felt like right. I could walk away. And um, so that was that. I think that. Her- I didn't even think about that as like a co-sleeping thing. Like I, only because I I just didn't even think about oh yeah you have to be in there with them like you can't mm-hmm. you can't just put them to bed anywhere that totally totally like didn't even think about that yeah like I mean after she would fall asleep I would like put you know like seventeen 
walls around her of pillows. Yeah. For the best, not the baby monitor, but um, I wouldn't just leave her in there because she, God knows what could happen. Yeah. Um, and then like, you know, the, the sleep patterns change. So after a year, we decided to finally put her into a crib and um, I tried cry it out. That didn't work. Um, I've tried everything like five times. I feel like, like I've tried cry it out a few times and um, I'll go into that in a minute. But like, I also tried, um, you know, like rocking them to sleep or holding them and doing lullabies and like putting them to sleep or doing the chair method I've tried. Right. Um, really what's, I think like ultimately, ultimately what's worked for me is, and especially because River is a very independent child, which I am grateful for, for this reason. And this kind of like struck a chord with me earlier when we were talking about the sleep is like, I'm very grateful that she's an independent child because she won't come into our room. Like she won't come into my room when yeah. she's sleeping. Like she wants to be in her room. Right. And she can, um, she finds ways to like, if she does wake up, like she'll kind of like independently play in her room for a little bit. That's and great. then I won't feel so bad about like not going in there right away. But I mean, that's, <laughs> this is like a very new thing. Um, but we've tried, I mean, I've tried like so many different methods and, and a lot of it is just like finding out what works for you. Like every single thing that I've tried has what I thought worked for three days. And then the next, and then after three days, it doesn't work anymore. So you're like, okay, well maybe that doesn't work ultimately. Um, you know, I think, God, I mean, honestly, like River would, I think the worst part or the worst we've had it in the past like year is she would wake up at like 2 a.m. and then not go to sleep until six and would just wail like all night in her room and bang on her door and like um, make so much noise and bang on all the walls. And you're just like, just sleep. Like, what are you doing? Like you're acting crazy or out of your mind. And like, like you're saying, like you're, it's a reflection of the lack of sleep. Like you're just being wild and I used to go in there and I used to like be like okay like we need to chill and like I would wait and we would go back to sleep and then yeah I just stopped going in there because I'm like this just this isn't benefiting anyone you're safe right fine yeah 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 I need to stop going in and then after like four nights and this has happened with a lot of stuff after like four nights of me not engaging it goes away but that's I mean every child is different obviously mm-hmm. right but like that's what what rivers and mine like sleep journey has been like is like giving us giving each other boundaries at bedtime it's like from 6 30 or 7 30 whatever time it is because sometimes we don't get home to like nine let's say whatever whatever time she goes to sleep until like seven is like no <laughs> like, yeah right <laughs> mom's not home right oh, i am home but right right um, yeah, I, I, I think you're on your you're on your own. You're on your you own stay in your room. Yeah. <laughs> um That's great. It's not, it's, not, That's it's great. not that it's like not a work in progress. Everything is a work in progress and some nights are really bad. Like last week she woke up at four AM and was up for the whole entire day. And that's you know, that that happens too. But um I think it's one she really enjoys her sleep, which is a blessing. And I hear that from a lot of people. They're like, You're just you're very lucky that your kid loves loves to sleep. Right. Um, but it, it hasn't always been that way. And it's also been a lot of work. So I don't know. And you know what? I wish I had like tips and tricks and stuff, but I don't think my kid sleeps perfectly. And I don't think that what works for me works for everyone. So I know. 
you know. Well, I mean, I don't know that you have to give tips and tricks. And I also want to just backtrack to say uh, you shouldn't feel any shame about co-sleeping or you shouldn't look back at it no, negatively. I, I mean, I think I you're – yeah, you just made that comment. And I was like, no, no, you – I think that – um I think that just sheds light on the fact that I think people look down on co-sleeping. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, if it worked, if it worked, like I'm a single mom, so having somebody in my bed is kind of nice. <laughs> like if he would just come in and sleep like a like a gentle uh, little angel, things would be great. Um, but I, I didn't even think about like because he and I didn't really co-sleep. The only time I'd, I'd have him in, in my bed when he was a to- like an uh, infant was he'd wake up at 6 a.m. I'd bring him back in bed and breastfeed him till 9, and then we'd kind of get up and do our thing. And I probably brought him in bed sometimes, but I was so worried about dropping him on his head that I was like, I need to put him in his crib or the bassinet because I'm my anxiety's more like I don't want him to fall out of the bed on my account. So like my anxiety led us to cribs yeah. <laughs> more than anything, you know? Sort yeah. of like wherever your anxiety lies is, is exactly. what you decide to do. Exactly. Exactly. Mine's like, don't, you can't be too, more than two feet away from me. Mm. Not like that. Anymore. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. My God, I, I'd love, I'd love five feet. I'd love Owen to social distance. Um, I actually was thinking too, when you brought up like the, I didn't even think back way back until when you, when we first had the baby, way back until I didn't even think about the days after how you get zero sleep mm-hmm. and how hard that was in the hospital. And I know that we talked about that. I think when we did birth stories, I think I kind of mentioned how difficult it was. I wasn't getting any sleep and um, nobody was really there. And I um, remember our first night home. I don't know if I told this story. I don't think I told this story that episode, but um, first night back home, Joe's Mom and dad had flown in that day, I think, um, and it was midnight, and I wasn't sleeping. Owen was crying. He was cluster feeding. I was so tired. I didn't know what to do, and Joe called his mom, and his mom came over at midnight. Like, I think they had just gotten there, and she came straight over, like, just put their stuff in their Airbnb and came over, and um, it was a railroad apartment, and she took Owen she sat in my rocking chair, shut the door, and I slept. And I woke up. The next thing I knew, I woke up and I was like, <gasps> yeah. like, what the like, fuck just happened? <laughs> what just happened with my kid? What's going on? Like, I was rested and it was probably eight hours. Like, the first time I had eight hours of sleep and I, it was, uh, I was like, oh my God. And I walked into the room, like, probably rushed into the room because I was like, my kid, you know, this is like, it's almost like you got a brand new toy and you got to make sure it's not like, you're just like, where's my, Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, I think Joe also was just sleeping next to me, which also made me mad because like, dude, you've got enough sleep. Like, (laughs) come on. Come on with, I'm sorry. Right. Sorry. I'm not saying that, I'm not saying that about all, uh, fathers, but I, I'm just telling you that Joe had had enough sleep that he could have helped. Anyway. Um, I, I run out and she was still in the rocking chair. She'd been in the rocking chair that whole time with him. And, uh, I was kind of worried too, cause I hadn't fed him in eight hours, but he was fine, obviously. But, um, she was asleep, <laughs> but just like rocking with him and he was asleep and they were oh. just okay. I thought he together, was together. She like had him, but she was like asleep with him. No. Yeah. She was asleep and he was like on the floor. No, 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 no. She was just like, I walked in and I, and I will never know how to thank her for that because it gave me, it was such a 
I don't know. It was just so amazing to have mm-hmm. that moment where I got to sleep. I, yeah. That's it. Like I got to sleep. She got to bond with Owen um, and helped me out in a way that – it was just amazing. It was just amazing. Yeah. Um, and he, obviously he was fine because I was, you know, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> She's, you know, he hasn't eaten in eight hours. And, yeah, that kid, kid eats fine. So, um. God, but then you know, it does. It's so cyclical. It's like um, he then he then he slept really well, and then it got bad, and then it got mm-hmm. better, and now it's bad again. It's like ugh, if it's not one thing, it's another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's. Uh, I, I just. I'm gonna go back on the. Um, I don't know what episode it was, but we talked about like. Maybe taking a weekend and having someone else watch your kid and us going to a hotel for like the whole weekend. I'm just going to reiterate that because now y'all know how hard this is, uh, the lack of sleep. Mm -hmm. Uh, I told Alicia last week that I was really close to asking someone to come watch him for the night or take him for the night because it's just – it's that it's at that point and I don't ask for help. So – uh, very close to asking someone. So if you're listening and you want to take Owen overnight, <laughs> he'll probably crawl in bed with you. God, somebody please and kick you in the Owen face. For one night, <laughs> if I could do it for her, you have no idea. I would be there half the week. I but you know what I need. That's it. I need two nights because it's like that first night I'm probably not going to sleep anyway. Like because then I'm going to be. It's like having one day off in the middle of the week. You need two days right. off. One day is right. to get your shit done. The next day is to right. chill. No. Right. And and you're going to – like there's going to be so much anxiety not being near him. No. Or maybe not. Maybe I'm fooling myself and I will fall asleep immediately and be like, fucking great. Rivers at her Nan's tonight and I'm like – when I was home alone earlier, I'm like fucking twiddling my thumbs. I'm like – Right. And it's like, you should do, do something. I'm like, what? Like, what <laughs> am I supposed to do? Should I go out to eat outside in 20 degree weather by myself? By yourself in like, a pandemic? I'm, yeah. I will happily wear a mask. Oh, I'm that- not sit outside. I know. I was just going to say that actually sounds really lovely, except the fact that it's so cold. Like going out to dinner by yourself. It's freezing and it's super, super windy. Um, It's not fun. But I'm like, I was ready. I was like, I I need to go out. I just like, I want to sit outside at a bar. I don't care. I don't care if all you have to offer is like chips and salsa and like a shot of tequila. Like I'm, I just want to feel super socially distant, normal at a restaurant and um it didn't work out tonight but that's okay because it's way too cold and that's all right we'll try again in the next year when I don't have her for a night yeah (laughs) yeah you know because this pandemic's kind of almost gonna be over soon right yeah 2020 2022 here's looking at you 2022 sure um well here's to hoping we sh- shall we move on? We have a story this week. We do have a story. Yeah. Are we ready for it? Should we go into it? Get ready. I mean, we're, uh, we're not going to. We're promised we're not going to do an hour and forty-five minute episode again this week. Although I, I will tell you right now that I actually had a couple friends, not just one, a couple friends say to me, "I like the long ones. Ooh. I like the long ones." Um, and I said, "You want to hear me talk? We want to hear us talk for two hours." And I, I can't remember what she said her reasoning was, but. Uh, Thanks, Amanda. I'm glad that you enjoyed listening to us talk for two hours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I thought it was a great episode. 
They are. They're all great episodes. Uh, So. But it was our kickoff. It was like, it's 2021. We got a lot to say. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, you guys should know that we talked for three hours. So you you didn't get a lot of really juicy bits. Yeah. Um, Yes. Spill the wine. Um, And if not this week, uh, soon we actually have a – Two really uh, an opener. artists. Yes, we've got we got some two t- pretty famous, pretty pretty big celebrities. So yeah, stay tuned. Um, stay tuned. But in the meantime, <laughs> but in the meantime, spill your wine. And who do we have this week? We have my sister in law, actually, Elena. And do we know what she's talking about? Did we? Is she talking about sleep or something? Something different? You know what? I'm not sure because we haven't listened to it yet, but I think probably, most likely, because she does have two young boys. So let's hear it from Elena. Hi, my Hi. name is Elena, and I am the mom of a now six-year-old and five-year-old. And um, yeah, they're pretty close in age. And I have to say that we had two completely different experiences in sleeping. Mm-hmm. My first baby, a boy, his name is Julian, um, slept pretty well at night. You know, just the usual up every three hours to nurse kind of thing. Um, and basically refused to nap. <laughs> and I <laughs> spent way too many times. Oh, God, napping. We didn't even talk about Way too much time thinking that there was something wrong with him or something wrong with me or we needed to like sleep train or cry it out or whatever because he just wouldn't nap more than 45 minutes um and it was a real struggle he never ended up napping more than an hour Mm -hmm. and he dropped naps completely by the time he was two yikes i tried everything that i possibly could to get him to keep napping. I got him a big boy bed because I thought maybe that would help. We put him in sleeping bags or like Uh sleep sacks or whatever. Um, But he was just done. Um, And yeah, he was about two. So if you do the math, that was right when I had about a three-month-old. And it really wasn't a good time for him to stop napping. (laughs) Um, My second baby, also a boy, his name is Finn. Finley. He was born when Julian was 21 months old. And Finley was born at five and a half-ish pounds and completely incompetent at nursing because he was so tiny. And we had to wake him up to nurse every two hours. And he really had a hard time with it. So my husband would feed him a bottle and I would get up and pump so we could stay on the same feeding schedule. And so every two hours for at least the first six weeks, I was up during the night and Finley was up and my husband was up and we still had a one and a half year old at home who didn't really nap during the day. And so I think as far as sleep goes, uh, that's, that was as bad as it got for us. And, um, when Finley got to be six weeks old, my husband went back to work, which I mean, don't get me wrong, amazing paternity leave. We were super lucky, but when he went back to work, um, he had to travel 
and he was gone for six weeks. Uh, he would come down, he would come home on the weekends, but during the week he traveled, he flew out every Monday morning and came home every Thursday night. And that part of my life, I think I've completely blacked out (laughs) because I was still up every three hours with Finley and I had a still not even two year old at home. And I just, I don't remember sleeping. I really don't. I mean, sometimes in the morning I would get a little bit of sleep when Julian would get up and I would bring him into bed with me and Finley, who was already in my bed because we co-slept. And I would put on Daniel Tiger and I think just pass out for, you know, 15 minute increments (laughs) for maybe an hour or so before we had to get up and have breakfast and start our day. But, um, you know, the thing about Finn is that even though he never really slept at night, he was a great napper. Mm. So we had these two boys that were just complete opposite <laughs> sleep schedules. Yeah. Finley would normally nap for like at least two hours, sometimes even a three-hour nap. There were times I would go upstairs at 5 o'clock and wake him up because he would still be sleeping oh, from his afternoon nap. Um, and he never slept through the night fully until he was 21 months old. Oh, my God. And I'm not even kidding. I really, really wish that that were a joke. But he got up every single night um, for 21 months, at least once a night. Um, and the only way we got him to stop was to completely stop nursing. Uh, Not even night weaning. Even that it just was a completely, complete mess. And, you know, we I, I'm not one to, like, read books. I didn't read a bunch of parenting books. I didn't try to do a ton of stuff. We did try to sleep train Julian. But, you know, at the end... They'll learn to sleep. They'll figure it out. My kids now are pretty good sleepers. I mean, you know, they put themselves to bed most of the time, and it's uh, it all works out in the end. But those days in the beginning of, oh, with having two little ones, one who didn't sleep during the day and one who didn't sleep at night, those were, yeah, Can't catch a break. I really think that was the hardest, hardest parenting phase that I've had to go through. And I don't ever want to do it again. <laughs> uh, is that how she ended it? Yep. I don't I ever want to do that again. I love you, sis. Oh, my God. Um, you legit can't catch a break when you've got one not sleeping naps and one not – like, at least if they both were on the same schedule, even if the schedule sucked, like, at least you can get something. Oh, right. Um like- can't catch a break at that point. No, that's gosh. Also, and having them be so like frustrated, like ah, just like you nap or like yeah, oh, you, you know, like yeah. And to be alone. I mean, she, she for whatever, however long that was, I don't know, but like to be alone during the week with that at whatever age they are, like I I think about how I definitely want another kid. Um, but I will only do another. I will only have another child with with a partner. I, I I won't do it alone. I shouldn't say that. I should never say never because I might do it alone. <laughs> I do. I, I do want another one. Uh, but I think I would prefer to have a partner. It's also hard for me because I I don't like thinking about dating or finding someone or having a partner is just like so far from anything right now. Yeah. Um. But my God, just 
having a having someone to be a shared equal that helps out is like maybe the only way I'll have another kid. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. I just can't I can't do I can't do two alone. I don't know how you do two alone. That's hard. Yeah, I mean also I mean a lot of people do it. But I mean, sure, a lot of people do it. It doesn't make it even any easier. No, um, no, no, no. Also sometimes when you're in for the people who like still get into you know have babies with partners doesn't mean that you're always well um, yes i'm i uh the maybe specific work a partner <laughs> a partner that does equal amounts of work yeah. is what i is yeah. what i mean a partner that actually like uh yeah. maybe it's a woman i don't know at this point like i love the open you know it's an open door policy right at this point right <laughs> Whatever Why not? Yeah, I'm. I'm very. I. I'm. I am open, man. Um, Lady, real quick about about um, Elena say that Philip is my brother, um, who travels a lot for work, and he used he uh, used to. Obviously, times are a little different right now. But um, my <laughs> my selfish thing in there when she's like, "You'd be gone for a week." I'm like, "Yeah, but then he'd come to Boston and hang out with me." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, oh, I feel so bad," and I'm like, "Oh, but we like would have really good like." I'm Elaine. I love you, and I'm not minimizing your feelings because they're valid, 110. Um, percent I'm just joking, but it's funny because he would come out here and like we'd go out and drink margaritas. But anyway, um, good good conversation. I think definitely about you know this is a, a this is ever changing ever you know i think that we said before and, and another kind of topic that it's it's kind of like a um ever morphing experience right like it's it's never going to be like a, a consistent thing well i don't know about that there's uh. <laughs> there's situation right now is a little bit too consistent for Oh my god! I'm so I'm like yawning into that. I'm not bored. I'm just so tired, and this is the proof. Yeah, yeah. It'll evolve. It'll change. Whatever situation you're in right now, it will get. It will get better. That sounds so stupid to say, because everybody says it. It'll get better. It'll get better. But it it does. You have to know that it does because you're in it. And if it's hard at the moment. Uh, it changes and it shifts and it gets better. And that could even just mean you're, you get used to it, to be honest, like, and you make it work for yourself that it could be that, but, um, we all agree though, that Sarah should not get used to this and like, <laughs> live in it. Cause I will personally come over and take Owen for a month, bring him back to Boston and be like, no. Oh, somebody fix him. Oh, don't. I'm just kidding. He doesn't need fix, but just no, like. No, I meant to give you a break. Oh. Boot camp. <laughs> if you want. I'm like, yeah, take him. Take Alicia's him. Alicia's specialty boot camp Sick where I just train. go, no, hard no. Mommy's gone. Uh, you know, I could, dro- I could drop him. I could drop him off. I could drop him off probably with my parents. I know that they'd be happy to take him, but it's um. I'd I also would a little far. Yeah. Well, that's the other thing. It's like <laughs> it would be great if it was just somebody here that I could be like, can you just take him for two? Yeah. Like, or or if my parents came to visit, you know, that would be awesome. Uh, yeah. you you take him and and I'm out of here for a little bit. But also, I I never do that because I I feel so bad about being like take him so I can have time because we all do. That's just a tough thing to do, but it's my favorite thing to do for other people. And that's why like I get, you know, I like, I want to do something for you so bad. Like we did it last week for my niece and nephew, 
because mom and grandma both needed a break and so I took them and it's like I wish I could do that for you for a night you know yeah. like I wish I could just help because people should want to do that more like I you know we should all have somebody that understands and just like I just need a fucking break yeah and- yeah but you don't know what you don't know so if I'm not telling people that I need help they don't know that I need help well, right. you know? and that's why we need to normalize asking for help yes yeah. <laughs> yes we do absolutely we do. we do absolutely we do I it's just so fucking hard man it is it is I'm good at other people asking me for help because I'm like yes absolutely yeah, let me help I'll you help, like, let I'll me help, get you help. everything yeah. yeah let me and help then, what can I do but when it comes to me it's like I mean I didn't even remember to ask River's grandmother if she was watching her this week so I'm like oh I shouldn't bother her yeah you know, like you, you I I get it um I will say uh I did I I was thinking about this today and I I felt really good about this because I I think that I it keeps pinging in my mind like, oh, I feel a little guilty, but um, but I have to go to Florida for work. And um, and I know that Joe's sister, his, so Owen's aunt and uncle, um, Joe's sister and brother-in-law, live in Florida, like right where we're going for the bake for, for work. And um, so I reached out to his parents and, you know, Owen's grandparents. And I said, hey, if you guys want to see him, it's been so long. Like, I'll be in Florida if you want to come. And like, kind of selfishly because I, I need the help. I, I'm bringing Owen with me because I can't leave him here. Um, but also I know they really want to see him. So it was me asking for help, but in a way that kind of felt like beneficial for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and they're going. And also it's, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, Joni, it's his grandma's birthday. The day that they see, see him, that they'll see Owen. So I was like, look at that. I planned yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't plan it. I, I actually, I oh yeah, but I almost feel like more of a jerk because I'm like, oh my god, I have you flying in to Florida on your birthday. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, but uh, I know they would have said no because people can say no. So I feel okay that I asked them that, and I'm I'm happy that 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 they're gonna get to spend time with him and mm-hmm. um, watch him while I'm working. And even you know, even that's a huge. That felt good because I, I don't. I, that felt good because I don't feel bad about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway. But they're also, I'm there. I'm not like leaving him with them. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I also hope that you find that like within your um, proximity, you know, would be ideal. Not like I hope you find it tomorrow. Like, I just mean it would be ideal. Well, maybe there's like night, night. I don't know. It's got to be someone you trust. Like, I don't, I I can't imagine leaving Owen overnight with anybody that I didn't like. Uh, I just fell asleep. Oh my god! For fuck's sake, shake your beverages. Not your babies. Bye. Bye. Love you. Time to hit the bottle, there. <laughs>